joining us we we're trying something new today mm-hmm. go on <laughs> it's kind of weird but we decided that we want to put our podcast also on um, YouTube on our YouTube channel dandelion branding and so we are recording this in zoom and we're gonna upload it there you go we'll see yeah. how it goes um oh, maybe what we should do is change our names on uh, like because they both say dandelion mm. branding but maybe if we change it then people yeah. will be able to to understand our who's talking <laughs> <laughs> i changed it there we go well um welcome everybody this is off-brand podcast <laughs> um yes and as you, we are now changing our names. My name is Courtney. That is Aubrey. Who? Hi. There she is, Aub. Um, Hi, I'm Aub. I I changed it. Boom! I see it now. Mm. We are Dandelion Branding, and this is our podcast. Yeah, yeah. it's called Off Brand, and we don't super talk about um, branding and marketing on this podcast. We talk about off-brand things yeah 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 the more emotional aspects of entrepreneurial life or other how it affects your world in other ways yeah because it affects literally everything (laughs) yeah it definitely does yeah (laughs) and once you choose to be a business owner it sort of becomes part of your identity and so it's like not really something that can be separated um, right anymore right and you kind of have to I don't know it's just it, yeah you're I like that it's part of your identity so you're just like I'm a business owner now I'm yeah yeah <laughs> I'm a business owner someone like asked me about my totally and if someone asks me about myself I always say that I run my own business mm-hmm. when I'm giving updates on like my life like sometimes friends I have friends and sometimes they're like how are you and I'm like I'm great and so is dandelion branding right like I've I've always (laughs) yeah Uh, do you when people ask you that like oh what do you do and you respond like I own my own business or however you phrase it how do people react that's a good question I I don't, they're kind of like, okay. Oh, okay. Right on. Um, they, I think that like, yeah, sometimes you get like the, I'm making a face, but they get Mm -hmm. the, you know, where they like bat their eyes. Like that was not what I expected to hear kind of Mm -hmm. look on their face. And then they just, it just kind of is like, all right, so what do you do? Right on. Okay. What do you, how do people react to you? more surprised <laughs> more often than not like I think um like oh shit <laughs> or like oh <laughs> like kind of like taken aback kind of um yeah 
just they think you're really cool now i mean like i thought this bitch was cool before but like (laughs) it changes people's perception though i definitely think it does like if i show up in a in a room you know some like i think that it's hard to kind of pin down like what i might do what we might do we don't really look yeah the traditional part of like businessman I don't show up wearing <laughs> fucking suit jackets anywhere I go. Um, no, but I've been thinking a lot about suit jackets. Right on. Okay. <laughs> I'm into them. I oh, think I'm into, I'm into like large, mm-hmm. like like suit jackets that are too big. Oh, yeah. Or like sometimes blazers? I wear, yeah, dude. Or sometimes mm-hmm. I just wear like one of Tom's nice shirts because I, uh, I think it's, I want to. Yeah. I like yeah. wearing, it's like, I wear my boyfriend's clothes, but actually it's his like, nice button down you know <laughs> you steal his dress dress clothing yeah yeah mm-hmm. we shared business casual there it is <laughs> well but yeah i think that's a really interesting thing is like we don't look the part and i think mm-hmm. if you met either one of us until you maybe if you spoke with us for like a few minutes then it, then then it makes a lot more sense but right. I think like first impressions, um, they're really important, but I, I don't necessarily think that we give off like a business owner, like yeah. power vibe at all. Nor do I really want to. And I think right. that, I think that like, I think it just takes people by surprise because I'm pretty, and I'm pretty like, like quiet in a group setting like I'm not like boisterous I'm not right uh, um and I think that that's typically what we sort of associate with with business owner is like the life of the party kind of um Mm -hmm. kind of person which does exist and does you know I have friends like that but that ain't me (laughs) and uh, either (laughs) yeah and that's sort of what we're going to be talking about on today's episode a little bit yeah um this is the introversion episode yeah yeah we wanted to explore a bit about what it's like as an introvert entrepreneur Mm -hmm. um and i suppose we don't know any other way because both of us are introverts right deeply I also like wonder I also like kind of assume that it's more difficult to be an introverted entrepreneur um than extroverted but I I, yeah I don't know um especially I think in our work because we work with clients so we have to do a lot of outreach we have we do a lot of like kind of cold well, not a lot of cold calling because we don't like it, but like, um, yeah, we do, we have to talk to a lot of strangers. Yeah. And that's not, um, that's not something we enjoy. So yeah, we went we go, nah, we, so we've kind of gone a different route in how we operate our business. And if I'm being perfectly honest, I do think that it has slowed it slows our growth, mm-hmm. but I also think that the growth that we do see and the clients that we have are so loyal and, and they trust us so much because of the character that we have. And we're so dedicated to our clients and we're really dedicated to having relationships with people and with them. Um, 
I mean, I don't want to say little do they know that that's the only way we know how to operate, but <laughs> um, I think that that's, that was an issue that we were having for a while is that like we really felt like and were taught in all of the stuff that we learned in the beginning is like to mm -hmm. be an entrepreneur and be successful, you have to talk to strangers just a thousand times a day. And we're right. like, we tried it. And then we both had like absolute insane anxiety. It was just exhausting. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think, right. A lot of those like traditional sales type of strategies, um, are are really reliant on like having a um i guess or or are just easy they come easier when you have a more extroverted personality um mm -hmm. and i don't i think it's something that certainly can be learned um but it's a hell of a lot harder when it's like something that you've never done <laughs> and like don't feel comfortable doing and mm -hmm. and it's something that it's just, just doesn't in general feel it's exhausting right. yeah 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 it's it just doesn't like never like aligned with who we are like we're just like I can't even imagine like cold calling people and trying to convince them of anything because it, it just sort of it really kind of wouldn't make sense, I think, for, for what we actually offer our clients because mm -hmm. what we do is really so behind the scenes. Like we, mm -hmm. we don't center ourselves in any of the work that we do for our clients. We, we adapt to their brand and their voice and right. their vision and so it's like that i don't know that just seems so strange if like to i mean to just like i feel like we could hire someone to hit well, people up which we've thought about which we have definitely thought about yeah. yeah 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 um we have a whole job description written up so if you want to be a salesperson for a marketing yeah. agency that does some cool content marketing and website optimization then hit us up <laughs> because yeah because we are definitely not great at like mm -hmm. sales calls we're getting a lot a lot a lot better but that's also something we had to learn because mm -hmm. neither one of us really wants to sell we're really good yeah. at what we do which is marketing um, but direct sales is a totally different thing. It is like direct sales uh, yeah. of a service and of not a service. A product. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think that that's our, that was sort of the major distinction that we learned in this journey was that our experience has been working with direct to consumer brands for the most part, not entirely. Um, but there's a big difference between how you sell a product and how you sell yourself or your services that you're providing. And, mm -hmm. um, and it, it's, it's just, it's very, yeah. very different. And it, yeah, it was, it was hard. I mean, it's, it's, I, and got shit. It's literally only been a, what, a year and a half. Um, yeah. and we're kind just of over just, a year that we've actually been like, 
taking clients yeah that's true doing yeah yeah. right that's true the first several months were very much like just like figuring out what what the the hell hell are we doing (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) what is this that we're building Mm -hmm. here yeah um man so so it's it, it is certainly something that yeah as time passes I think we're getting a lot better at how we communicate um yeah and it's also easier because the people that we do speak to on the phone we've already like they already know that they have an interest in potentially working with us like it kind of breaks right. that that ice a little bit and yeah, um, they know who we are they've been on our they get our emails we have content all over the all over the map like you know both in terms of the the type of content that we produce and like where we're producing it. We have a podcast, we have a YouTube channel, we have a blog, we post on Instagram, we post on Facebook, we have a Twitter, we have a Twitter now. We have a LinkedIn, like we're in the world. And like, I even spoke with somebody yesterday that was like, you're everywhere, (laughs) which was the first time I've heard that. And I had to like, you know like shit it worked nice yeah we we did it um Mm -hmm. yeah so and I also think that being really intentional with how with with how we market and and that we're introverted and honoring that brings us the right type of client as well yeah they which is a funny barrier to get past because they're also introverted. They talking Typically. to us or reaching out to us is also like scary for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we, it's, we find ourselves in situations where we're like, we get it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Like we find ourselves a lot in supporting positions, which I think is a really good place for us to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That definitely has tended to be the case yeah so it's like I mean I think that for folks out there who are introverts that are thinking of starting a business or are currently running a business and sort of or or struggling with it I think that it was helpful for us to just kind of like be honest about it we just knew that that was a part of us and that like Mm -hmm. yes we did spend some time like trying the traditional methods sometimes like at the very beginning we Um, raged it for a couple of months because we were like maybe we'll get used to it like we forced ourselves to do it we were like you know what we're just gonna make it into our schedule because that's how humans are you make a habit and then it's a habit and then okay that is not a habit we could, we could do. We were like, I feel no. like I'm trying to change me. Right. And it was like, and, and, and we also found that the people that responded to kind of that, almost us faking like yeah. a, a, a more salesy kind of personality, the type of people that we were interacting with we're not really aligned with like our values as individuals, like at all. Like, no. we, you know, there's no shortage of people on the internet who need help with their businesses. <laughs> and that is right. the service that we provide. So like there, we were certainly finding people, but these were people that just like, that we were like, we don't want to help them sell like this trash product. Like this is just right. like, no. This is, um, this is tricking people into buying your shit. Like we don't, 
we don't yeah. do that um, yeah, so it was like I can think of a, a couple that are really funny. Can I just say the, the magazine yeah, sales that were like that were like <laughs> three months, like magazines that were way overpriced, and then they were like three months behind. It took them three then, months to get to you. Yeah, <laughs> it was the strangest service, and I don't we know. If like, they, I, I don't know if they still exist. Yeah. It was a, an online magazine sales website. Yep. Yeah, but it was like physical magazines that you bought online. That were like at least double the price of going to like the grocery store and just picking one up off the shelf. Um, yeah, that were never going to get to you the month that they came out. No. Yeah, it was like they were selling the previous month's so maybe if it was some sort of like exclusive thing, but it was like People Magazine. It was stuff that was like <laughs> highly available. We um, were like, wait, are you? This is, is this, a front. Like, is this <laughs> real? This is not real. <laughs> it can't be real. And I mean, maybe they were able to figure something out. Maybe they did move to doing some more like exclusive. I hope so. Or like a pre-sale situation so that it was actually like the proper months that you were receiving. I don't know. Mm. anywho we digress that yeah there's a there's a billion different types of random little businesses out there right like yeah and we just really kind of had to take time to it took a lot of time to figure yeah. out how to best be ourselves mm-hmm and, and we're still figuring it out. Our business. Yeah, hell yeah, we're still figuring it out. Yeah. There's no, like, there's no like, and you're done. <laughs> there's like, oh, yeah, yeah. There's no By done. the way, everyone. There's no done. <laughs> there's no done. It just goes. There's a, there was an episode before you where you were like, I just kind of realized that uh, it doesn't stop now. That's funny. I don't know. I don't know. It what sounds like something was, I would say. But it was. I, we, I was like, yeah, that's that's the that's the thing. Is like when you think about having. It was like when you think about having a job. It's kind of like a job. That's okay. It's like feels finite. But when you start a business and you're running a business and you're just doing it consistently all the time, you kind of realize like, oh, this is the, this is it now. This is mm -hmm. what I do now. I I really like that feeling. I do too. I do too because I think it's like it ain't over until I decide that it's over. Or but... die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Fair enough. <laughs> those are good. Yeah. Those are, that's the options. I mean, <laughs> either by my choice or not. Um but well shit I don't even know that's just my entire train of thought <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I mean in general we're talking about introversion right so I guess and being an introverted entrepreneur like things are going to go slower for you it's the reality um but that aside there's also a lot of stuff like I think I don't know if this is not if this is actually true or if this is just true of me but I think I get overwhelmed quite a bit easier than my um, extrovert friends do 
uh, in general society, I get a lot less overwhelmed when I have work to do because mm -hmm. I can just like close off the world and just get that shit done, which is why we're so effective. But I, I think like in terms of like, we have, you know, it's like we have like three client meetings this week and, you know, we have this podcast and we have to interact with all these people and all the time and, you know, people are scheduling calls with us. So there's a level of, holy shit, I'm communicating with a lot of people or I'm very open to the world. And it, it's that piece is, is a bit overwhelming for me. And yeah, I mean, how do you deal with that? Yeah. It, like, what do you, what do you do? What do I do? Yeah. I what mean, do you, because all of that is, I know we've talked about this at length together. Yeah. I, I'm, I've sort of gotten over the, like, I'm so readily accessible on the internet, though, the, like, fear of that. Um, cause I am proud of what we've done. So yeah. it's like, if someone does Google me, like right on, <laughs> they'll find all the shit that we've done. And that's, and that's, that's super, that's cool. But I mean, yeah, I think to some extent that introverts do get overwhelmed more easily when it comes to having to have all of those different conversations and having to kind of manage all of the different relationships. And I know that is definitely something that I struggle with um, is like having kind of knowing where the line is of like a friendly relationship or like, and like a work relationship. And like, if I come across a, a brand that I think is awesome and I like, you know, want to give them feedback or think we could potentially work together or something. I, I have a hard time with those kind of like introductory conversations. And I, I, cause I just don't know, like, I don't, I just don't, I don't talk to new people really ever except for in business. Right. And so that's definitely something that I've found very, very difficult. Yeah. And, and I don't often know how to respond, you know, and I, I don't, I don't know how to respond to keep the conversation moving all the time. And um, so that's something that like, I don't have, I don't have an answer for because it's still something I actively find quite challenging. Um, yeah. <laughs> what do you do? when you feel overwhelmed by all the stuff I get overwhelmed by all the stuff a lot like yeah hmm I don't like I don't know if I necessarily like get over I don't know what the feeling is I don't I wouldn't consider it overwhelmed because it's like if I felt like I didn't have enough time in the week to get everything done I would just dedicate a weekend day to to 
to trying to get it done. And mm-hmm. I, if I'm feeling particularly like stressed at some point in the week, like I will take a little break and like go on Instagram, my personal Instagram, and not do work for a second. Like, or I like go watch a YouTube video and kind of like take a break for a second. Um, and those moments of like, kind of like little self care kind of a thing, mm-hmm. um, I think help in balancing all of the things that we do. Um, mm-hmm. There are some days where that there aren't, isn't time for that really, but um, but just kind of like putting on something in the background can help just kind of like ease my mind a little bit, I suppose, as I, you know, as I, as I maybe have to do some of the things that are making me uncomfortable, but, but the more I work with, with clients, I think that it's, it's way, it's a lot easier to just like quickly respond. I think that, um, once you get past like the initial kind of like, I don't know you yet. I want to impress you because I would love to work with you. (laughs) Um, that whole kind of awkward stage of getting to know each other, um, is challenging is more challenging for me than the active, like shit. We got a lot of stuff to do. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. It's like those initial conversations. Like, I just don't know what the hell to say to people um, that isn't, that is like an open-ended enough to kind of keep conversations going, but not feel like I'm trying to. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I need a communications coach, but um I've thought like about, about it conversation I've thought yeah. about it yeah like yeah because yeah, I, I don't know I hate small talk I can't so the actually this is a but the book that we're reading the captivate book that we're reading for this month's book club podcast for September or September yeah I started it today um because I uh this is Aubrey talking Again, we're on a video, but yeah, the podcast. Um, so we we moved into our house, and it's a crazy fucking project. And I wanted to surprise my boyfriend, but I'm really stressed because we have a lot. Of, we have so much work to do, and I had to take time off last week to move. And um, so I, but I wanted to surprise him by reorganizing one of the rooms that was still a mess of boxes. So I just put on our, our book podcast, our book, mm-hmm. our audiobook that we're listening to. And Perfect. I redid it. And it is like hours about first impressions and, and conversation starters. Well, look at that. So okay. I was like, this is great. Um, <laughs> because funny. I, I have, I feel like for me, I don't really have a problem starting a conversation or continuing one. I just get really overwhelmed by having too many. Mm. Like if there's, I, I really don't, like you can give me an extreme amount of work and I'll just handle it. It's fine. But if I also have to have a conversation 
while I'm working and there's a lot going on, or um, especially if I have to answer a lot of questions while there's a while I'm yeah. while work has to happen, I get um, like distracted and then I get really overwhelmed and then I need time by myself to not work. Mm-hmm. on stuff or just work by myself or just be in the quiet like I go for a walk um or t- like today the Sarah um which is like a what did we call it earlier a sunroom sun yeah it's like a sunroom so I'm not surprised that our introversion is different <laughs> the way that it, sh- no, <laughs> it shows up right I mean not at all be but I think, I mean, that's an, I think that that's an interesting point. Cause I think that that is a, a, a huge challenge of when you're, when you're first starting out in your business where you feel like you need to reach out to a bunch of different people. And we're always told, you know, like make authentic connections and engage with people, but that takes so much energy to like, oh my God, continue these conversations with 50 different people. It's like, I don't know what, who, what is your life? I don't know. I, I can easily have 50 different conversations, but try to get me to, and I can do it if it's a task on my to-do list. Okay. I can have those conversations. If there's like for two hours, I'm going to do this thing. Okay. Then I need like an hour afterwards to not have that yeah to decompress yeah so like after we're done with this podcast um we had a call earlier before we had a call and then before that we had a call with clients so um after we do this i'm gonna be in the silence making food because that because actually cooking is something that really helps me come back from um communication overwhelm Mm. Which I learned. Cooking. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I think I use YouTube and like as sort of like a brain break Mm -hmm. in the way that you use cooking. I enjoy cooking as well. I've been been working on it. We got HelloFresh. This is a non-spawn, but like we started getting HelloFresh and Tom and I are obsessed. That's awesome. We we moved to four days days a week of HelloFresh dinners because- the only thing that we actually get pissed at each other about is not just is not being able to decide what to eat. Yeah. It, the classic. We just go, oh my God. We just go back and forth. And then I end up just making some bullshit in a single pot because we're both, <laughs> we both work super hard. And then at the end of the day, especially he's back at his office now starting this week. But when we were eating three meals a day together, it was like, do I make a, like, I made a meal plan and I was like, yeah. this is what we're doing. But like, now we have HelloFresh and I can just follow the instructions. I also learn a little bit of Dutch because it's all in Dutch. Oh, hey, there we go. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. I, I also watch a lot of TV mm-hmm. when I'm, oh, Maven's here, um, when I'm stressed. No. Yeah. I'm, okay. I am really addicted to Netflix sure, and I'm not shamed. I'm not ashamed. No, no, absolutely not. It's, an, <laughs> it's a necessity in life this, these days. Yeah. Um, 
Man, yeah, that's a funny one. The the food thing. I realized after just I took a I took a week vacation last week with my boyfriend. We went out to uh, Yosemite area, and um, yeah, man, it, it feels like the day is almost entirely just eating. <laughs> like, yeah, so we eat much. Human uh, eat so much. <laughs> we don't need to eat that much. It's a lot of just like, oh, okay. You're you're either like preparing a meal, eating a meal, or talking about the next one. Yeah, every day, and it never eaten? ends. That's. Yeah. And you're like, I've just eaten, so we can do something else now. <laughs> right, living around food. Yeah, it's, it's really Which makes sense. It's evolutionary. Yeah, that's just a. I don't know why. All of a sudden, I feel like that has become that has been something that I've like realized. I think because when I lived in San Francisco, I literally never cooked. I realized that like you also never ate, dude. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't eat breakfast, and sometimes I wouldn't eat lunch. Sure, but um, <laughs> you're like I ate, but only after seven p.m. I, I I don't have an eating disorder for anyone who's listening and potentially yeah. concerned. I just work a lot, and when I'm in work mode, I forget about eating. I literally do. And then if I have a moment to sit down, I'll be like, "Holy shit, I feel like fucking shit." And I don't. I didn't take care of myself. I was wor- really like work working too hard, and and um, it's actively it something really that I that I that I'm conscious of the knowing that that is something that I do automatically. So I have to force myself now to take a lunch break. And um, my boyfriend has been quite helpful with that because he is very structured with that too, which I find impressive. So um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I find it impressive That's that great. he finds time to go eat a meal. To yes, eat food. Um, yeah, I mean it is though. It's a whole yeah. thing, yeah. It's but um, thing. shit. I mean, um, yeah. It was being, but even like going to a place. I I don't know. I used to have really rough social anxiety in general. Um, going to grocery stores was something that was really tra- challenging for me. Um, and, uh, and how much? does your social anxiety impact your introversion do you think or do they feed each other or is or is it indistinguishable that's kind of why i brought it up because i i don't know the where the line is i think Mm -hmm. um yeah because i know that i'm an introvert because when i am with people i want to probably not be (laughs) or um or I'm looking forward to yeah spending a moment to myself and and I and I know that I get my energy from alone time so like that I know um and I think I think that just because I am comfortable being so alone that a lot of that like my social skills maybe weren't as developed and um so i think that is more kind of connected to having social anxiety um 
I'm just predisposed to having anxiety in general also. And it just kind of manifests itself in um, me feeling like I don't know how to connect with people. Mm-hmm. Which, which I am learning now. I'm 31 years old now and I'm kind of just learning like that like I, I, I'm not as weird as I think I am (laughs) and like I actually can like make connections with people pretty easily and people like don't dislike me right off the bat which is what my brain always told me what is true yeah yeah I always thought that that was that was a a thing of my introversion but actually I learned that it's not yeah that like feeling like people just don't like you has nothing to do with introversion and that like it's just it, that is that's social anxiety yeah <laughs> so yeah. I learned when I, I learned when actually when you and I were talking about introversion and your social anxiety that what I was experiencing was that <laughs> I was like it's the same thing and then you were like dude no it's not um which was several years ago. So that's been a fun journey. (laughs) (laughs) I think, um, because yeah. And then I, and then I realized that people don't believe, like I've had this experience a lot. People don't believe that I'm introverted Yeah. because I'm not shy. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I am not shy at all. I'm like, like I'm not, I'm not afraid to walk up to somebody or start talking to them. I'm not afraid to do crazy shit in public. Like mm-hmm. thinking people that my, my social anxiety really is just thinking people don't like me, mm-hmm. but I'm not because I don't affect as like quiet or meek or whatever. People think that I have this like forever energy of, of hanging out and I've had a lot of friends think that I don't like them because because I'm like I can't hang out right now yeah um that it started when I was like I started saying no to hangouts when I was pretty early on in my 20s actually because I was like I was partying a lot and then I realized that I just never had any energy And then I was like, I just, I just think I need to take a break. And then actually I was just featured on this podcast where I told the story about my first quarter life crisis, where I took a time out for three months and lived in the woods when I was 19. And, um, so it was 10 years ago and, uh, was fine. I lived in the woods for three months and if I wanted to see somebody, I would leave, but then I would just go right back to the woods and like, think about my life and I learned that was the summer that I learned that like this is what fuels me like I have this intrinsic ambition I can and I can do so much if I'm just chilling by myself and when I get tired and anxious and stressed and overwhelmed is when there's a ton of people around me especially if there's like drugs and alcohol involved Mm -hmm. uh and I, yeah, so I started, I started taking time out and I started saying no to hanging out with people and um, diving deep into different types of work that I was doing and 
spending a lot of time reading and alone. And my friends then didn't understand. And then when I moved to California, I kind of continued that. But everybody that met me, like, I was already able to say no. So that group of friends, whenever they invited me to do something, and I said, I, I can't really, I really need to spend some time alone or some time with me or whatever, they'd be like, okay. And they wouldn't stop inviting me to things. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the biggest, that was the biggest thing is like showing up authentically. And, and I guess we learned that lesson with Dandelion, but I learned it before that I learned, I learned it with my friend group. And then, yeah, we learned it again. It's just like, when you're introverted, you can achieve anything that anyone else can achieve. You just have to stand up for yourself and you have to be able to say, this is what I need. Yeah. Because without that, like, you're gonna, you're gonna feel like shit and you're not going to accomplish anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that running a business as an introvert just requires you to be more uh, clear on your personal boundaries, probably more so than an extrovert would need to. Um, Do extroverts have boundaries? I don't know. Let us know. I don't know if I know any extroverts to be completely honest. Tom is extroverted. Okay. Okay. I do not understand. I don't understand it either. I really don't. He's the quietest extrovert and he's just like, so we, we, we like work really well together because I'm like a chatty introvert. So I just like want to hang out with just him mm-hmm. and, and he just wants to hang out with people. So it's fine. But he is but one of the things that like really gets us. He's at a party right now. And I'm like, He's like, can you go? And I was just like, man, we had people over for the past two weekends to help us with their move and our house. And we have somebody coming over tomorrow to help us with the house and this weekend. And it's like, I can't, I can't, I actually think if I was trying to be at a party right now, I would, I don't know what I would do because I don't have a dog. So like, usually I just find a dog and I hang out with, and I just, pet the dog that's really mm-hmm. helpful okay they, don't, they have don't have a dog they don't, they have, don't have a dog yeah so I was like, you have a dog what <laughs> I have a dog but then yeah. it's like me and my dog are gonna go to a party and then I'm just gonna sit and pet my dog and talk to her for two hours okay yeah and that doesn't sound fun mm-hmm. no yeah. I'm like, I mean I'm sure it would be a lovely time because you know those people time. of course yeah. but like that's not really what it's about like yeah it's like having to say no to things doesn't necessarily mean that like you right don't you have to get over to the do FOMO. it yeah right? yeah like, in the ideal perfect world if we didn't have all this shit going on like of course i would want to go but i know what i need mm-hmm. and i need some time alone and i need some time away from people so i'm cool to hang out by myself and make food and not talk to anyone and that's great yeah I mean I would be really interested to kind of to hear from other folks about this like yeah if anyone is an extrovert kind of 
are there, is there anything that you've hit that's sort of somewhat of a boundary for you as an entrepreneur? Um, I'm also really curious what it's like being like a, an introverted parent entrepreneur. Whoa. Yeah. Because or even just an introverted parent. Even just an introverted parent. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. And that's not something I've ever like looked into or researched at all. Um, but I imagine that's really challenging because that's yeah. a lot of your energy and, yeah. and, and maybe it's a little different because like they, they're so close to you that like maybe it doesn't feel like it's an external person, like just some stranger. Yeah. Or something. Sometimes an introvert, like I feel with Tom and you feel with Mike is like, mm-hmm. y- like you don't. There's some people that don't drain you. There's some people that don't drain your energy. And maybe, I don't know, because I definitely have a friend, Tiffany, who is just a wonderful human and she's a single mom and she's super introverted and her son is extroverted. Mm, Interesting. So cute, but he drains her energy. And I mean, that's just the reality. And they just, it's, there's something really strong about single moms and the relationship that they, that they create with their children, right? Because they know each other so intimately and they, they're, they're just, they're the homie mm-hmm. and uh, they just have an understanding. No. Like, I can't do this right now. I need space. And they, that's just their understanding. So I guess, yeah, once kids get to a certain age, I, I guess it's cool to say stuff like that to them. But, yeah. I mean, but for the first few years, I imagine, yeah, it's really, really taxing. Yeah. I mean, that was the experience that I watched her have was it was yeah. just kind of like, she'd be like, Aubrey, I got to do something about this kid. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's your Get a kid. babysitter. Yeah. Get a babysitter just so you can sit in the other room alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else. I wouldn't know what else to do. Mm-mm. Like, yeah. And it, I don't. What would I? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Ooh. one of us will find out someday because it seems to me like my, I mean, my, my dad is very introverted, but he doesn't want to fucking talk to anybody ever. Hmm. Um, nobody comes to his house. He doesn't want people around except for like the people that randomly always just show up. I think Perfect. we talked about that before. Like people Small just town. like come over. Yeah. <laughs> but the reason why they come over is because he doesn't invite them over because he's he doesn't care. Like he's like, I want to be by myself. And they're like, yeah, but I want to hang out with you. So <laughs> I'm coming. Um, it, I don't. I don't know another way, though, right? My parents never communicated to me when they needed space. No. Yeah. No, that was not really something. And I don't know how I would have taken that as a kid. So it's a. It's an interesting thing. Maybe my mom was just thankful that I was also an introvert. And right. I think want... that that's the reality. <laughs> yeah. like, I wanted to be alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I yeah. didn't want to be around them. So. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even think about it. Now I have to think about it. Ask your parents. I don't know. I but that would be, that's one of the reasons why I don't, I, I'm, I don't feel like I want to be a mom so much. 
because I just don't want somebody in my in my space all the time. I don't want to yeah. share. Like I don't want somebody in my space. I definitely don't want somebody in my body. I don't even want people to like show up on my phone. <laughs> no notifications <laughs> or slide into my DMs. <laughs> Like, yes no I know I was literally just thinking about this the other day I was like shit I mean part of me like the the idea of children is cool but like I also love being alone and that goes out the window entirely right so, like, for at least like 10 or 15 years I'm not I'm not ready to not have that yet yeah especially because our business right now is essentially our baby baby. it's It's a a baby yeah it's what's taking up so much of our time and thought and energy and um so it's 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 really it's it's a it's challenging to do all of those things at once so I yeah I would love to sort of hear from anybody who mm-hmm. who has some insight on that and um you yeah. know, share their experience for sure because because we'd love to hear it and um yeah we we want we know it ain't easy certainly share yeah. your stories yeah but gosh I mean oof. Yeah, I think that uh, there's there's definitely some positions that are better for introverts than others. Um, we both worked in customer support, uh, which we talked about in like two episodes ago. Yeah, um, yeah. That's that was a pretty challenging role. That's fucking brutal. Yeah, because so really, brutal. It's a so lot much of empathy energy. all the time. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. 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 I do better with content where I can just like make make stuff on my own time. Right. <laughs> I'm better I'm better when I can just do it on my own time. Mm-hmm. Anything that like anything that is like creative that I can show up with here's a thing for you, boom. Totally yeah. fine. Better than better than anything else but yeah customer yeah. support it's just yeah i mean i think Making that, clients sales calls that kind of stuff is similar. rough it's really yeah. yeah right it it is and it, it exercises kind of the same part of you which is which is something that we are lacking i suppose so yeah, I wouldn't say that that either of us is really lacking that. I would just say that it's taxing because we made really good customer support people, and yeah. like we have a lot of calls where that are successful. So I wouldn't necessarily say that it's something yeah, that lacking, we don't have, yeah. but that it's is something that yeah. it's it's re- it's really extra challenging. Mm-hmm. Whereas like some people find it really challenging to make regular content or write mm-hmm. emails or any of that like I will do it all day I will do it 10 hours a fucking day if I don't have to take a phone call right right so just yeah just yeah and I, and I think that that so the balance really with us was I think that we had to kind of figure out where in our business we talk about ourselves Mm-hmm. And and we've sort of structured 
into our social media strategy ways that people can get to know us, get to know what we do, mm -hmm. um, that requires less of us making, you know, like cold calls and stuff like that. Like if somebody wants to know who we are, they see an ad or something like that, then they can, there are many avenues that they can take to kind mm -hmm. of know who we are as a business and as individuals yeah and, and this podcast is probably the best one honestly mm -hmm. yeah definitely yeah so and that's kind of why we've kept it and why we've continued to 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 do it because it does give people that that yeah. like more... and talking to each other is a lot easier than talking to a stranger although i <laughs> yeah. i have, <laughs> I have mm -hmm. considered bringing guests into our podcast because that might be fun. It could be, yeah. I'm like, that's why I'm like actually kind of scared to be a, a guest on podcast because I think that I think that it's not actually hard for me when I'm put on the spot, but I get so terrified before I know I'm going to be put on the spot. <laughs> but like, like I always rise to the occasion and it's always fine. But as anyone who has anxiety knows, well, my type of anxiety where it's kind of like a preliminary anxiety before the thing, um, that initial fear before something happens is, is uh, can be debilitating a little bit. You should just do it do a podcast. Courtney has been asked to be on some podcasts. Yes, I have. Yes, should, I have. You should do it. There's been a few. Um, do them all. You're going to love it. Maybe. Or maybe not. And that's also fine. But I, you know, you don't know until you, until you do it and yeah. everything. I think that you'll scary. do it one time and then you'll be like, fuck that's just like doing a regular podcast yeah <laughs> do it all the time yeah I when I when I get in that mindset I think about gosh I was I think it's like a Michelle Obama quote or something where she was talking about like like somebody asked her a question about like isn't it intimidating to be around all of these people these like powerful people and she her response was just sort of like once you're in the room with them you realize that they're not that smart <laughs> And I think, yeah. I think that we just like put other people on, on pedestals and, and certainly people who have been in certain industries for big longer lengths of time mm -hmm. um, or people that we perceive as, as more successful or whatever it is. Um, but when it gets down to like brass tacks, like people are just people and. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fine. People being people. <laughs> I like that. I like where it's like they're just not that smart. They're yeah. Once you get once you're in the room, you yeah. I that's a butchering of the quote. I'm sure. I don't know off the top of my head, but it was <laughs> something to that effect where it was like once I, you're actually I think, with them. I think it's definitely the, the exact mm. accurate quote. You know what it is? Yeah. <laughs> no. Exact no, but I quote. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I but I really like that. So. Mm -hmm that's what it is now. I always really liked it too. And I, and I try like anytime I get intimidated in that way, I yeah. always try to kind of like think about that. Or and like then, the Brene Brown, just people, people, people. 
Yeah, we're all just a really good people. one. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, you kind of just have to develop your own sort of strategies for how you get yourself out of these sort of like negative trains of thought, I suppose. And, um, mm-hmm. and, but with, with, with being an introvert, I think it just really kind of, it, it, the crux of it is, is, is creating boundaries and knowing your boundaries. And there, there are going to be times where you are pushed beyond them and you kind of have to figure out what to do. Yeah, totally. And um, I think that that's for any, for any, defining characteristic of you right Mm -hmm. you're going to be pushed against your boundary and I think like the introverts I know that are healthy and open about it like are some of the best boundary setters because like people want to be in your space people are social animals and some of us need less so so it's like a test of evolution right some of us just need less socialization um, to, to feel happy and we set boundaries to people who don't have that bubble mm-hmm. and that and it and you know that's it it's not like there's so I'm, I'm in some Facebook groups and they they they're kind of like an introverted pity party like yeah I found that some people feel bad about it you know mm-hmm. they like think of it as like a disability but it's like no it's not at all. It's a defining characteristic of you that like sometimes limits your, your interest in like communicating. Right. But you yeah, can people use definitely that. use it as like a, as a, an excuse almost. Yeah. Or a crutch. And it's like, yeah. I have no, like, it's not, there's like, absolutely it's not. <laughs> also easy to pair. Like we both were, are, like we both deal with with symptoms of social anxiety mm-hmm. and um but it's it's very easy to pair those two things together mm-hmm. and like you were saying earlier it it's not where that line is isn't always clear so when there's something else going on uh it's it's easy to say this, that's my introversion but actually it doesn't introversion doesn't make you shy it doesn't stop you from achieving goals it doesn't it's it, it it's not a, it's not a, a disability. disability. Yeah. 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 It's not at all. But like those Facebook that groups way. definitely do communicate or some folks in the, in groups yeah. communicate about it in that way. And it's, I've definitely gone alarming into a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I've definitely gone into them and been like, this isn't, and, and, and actually commented things like that where mm-hmm. I'm like, this isn't the way that you should speak about people that are that are introverted because there's nothing wrong with us Mm -hmm. we're just like like it's just that maybe some parts of it are a little bit more challenging like when when Ab and I went to our first like uh in-person event last year about about a year ago uh we went to like a networking business Mm -hmm. women's event it's very cool it was sick I was fucking terrified. We were so <laughs> like not ready for we were like, I don't even think we should do it. Let's just not. Let's just not. Let's we, let's you know, it's easy like, to do that. We prepared gifts so that we yeah, would have like a backup we, thing to talk about. 
And it was awesome. It was effective. Yeah. And, and it was so yeah. effective. We got yeah. our business cards into the hands of a lot of people and we made some lasting relationships yeah, that did. way. Like we, introversion, yeah, it's a little different than the norm in the entre- entrepreneur world, but it makes you way more savvy. You have mm-hmm. to, like, I don't want to fucking, I don't, I don't want to go to a conference. That's not my like zone, but having a, having the community that we offered and like just a little gift and, and being able to say, hi, do you like tea? Mm. Such a good opening line. It's like a really nice conversation starter and, you know, being able to talk about the ingredients and then just be like, they're all sustainable because we only work with sustainable brands. Like that set us apart and you can really we've really figured out ways to like utilize our introversion to set us apart. And that, that's a funny journey because I think something that's really funny about us, Courtney, is that we love to plan and plan events. And like, (laughs) we, I knew this was going to come up. (laughs) It has to, it has to, we have to share the story. It's the funniest. We'll never live it down. No, yeah. we won't. And and I love you for it so much because we planned this sick Halloween party and we stayed at our office. We like, the office was empty and we knew it was going to be empty and we planned this like super cool Halloween party and we like decorated for hours. Yeah. We like went full tilt on like six spider webs and like a tunnel that you had to walk through and there was like the hand, you put your hand into like grape eyeballs and and like there was a projector there was like interactive things yeah cool tunes and uh we spent days working on just the just that stuff and um then we realized like the day of the party that uh we didn't invite anyone we didn't invite anyone (laughs) (laughs) no one came (laughs) no one came like we we, and then we started texting people being like, oh, hey, we're having a party later. You can come over if you want. It like, was, yeah, but it, but at that point, it like people already had plans. Or, right, it's Halloween. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I think about six people were there, our closest friends. Um, yeah. And that we're was it. We're also but, introverted humans. But, like, we... <laughs> it was a decadent was, party, but... Yeah, so it's like <laughs> we had <laughs> so funny, um, and and I've tried and well, decorating for Halloween is one of my greatest passions in the world. Uh, yeah, so much fun. Yes, and um, but the concept of yeah of like promoting a party, um, like our party. It's not gonna, like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to, to get. Which is funny because we're, we're really good at promoting classes for our, for our clients. Yeah. And we're good at, like, telling people about those events. We do it all the time. But something, like, we just, like, we were just, I think it, I think we didn't even care about having the party, man. It wasn't even about the party. About we the just party. wanted to decorate. And pretty we were much. just like, mm-hmm. you want to come sit in our decorations? Because <laughs> they're pretty fucking sweet. It was pretty cool. It was really cool. 
it was very cool and honestly like what like a friend of mine now is a super extrovert throws a halloween party every year and didn't decorate last year the last year was the first year that i that i attended and and I was literally like, I, I recently asked him, I was like, can I decorate the party? Because <laughs> I was like, you can get people to come. There are hundreds of people there like because yes. he is that guy. But he's not yeah. going to spend his time like decorating where I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I wanna, like, can we, can we do this? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> right. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody, but that, while that makes it the difficult. coolest experience for exactly. them to have. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that is also like, like you were saying earlier, we, what we do is work within people's brands. Mm-hmm. We like conform to them brand, their brand. We, we help them with their voice. Like they're on the pedestal because we don't want to, we don't want to be there. So it makes it a lot easier for us to be like, here's the way you, you can go. And this is what you, this is what the, this brand should be. And I think that a lot of um, digital marketing agencies and especially in the beginning, especially if they're like solopreneurs or, or like this, when they're um, a, f- uh, a fully functioning agency and they're offering this, they're, they're really thinking about what do I think you should do rather than like, what's the best thing for your customers? What's the best thing for your clients? How will they like the experience? And so again, that's a way that we've been able to use our introversion to say like, I don't, I don't want the credit for this mm-hmm. because I mean, that's what we do is make sure your brand does, does really well for your customers. It's not about the work that we do, which also like it hurts our business, <laughs> but it makes our customer or our clients work really beautiful, you know? So there's two sides there. Right. Also the work that we do is a tool for them to grow, but it is, it's not like but but ultimately we allow data to inform whether or not that work has been effective and though we have informed decisions that we've (laughs) made prior to doing that work and put have plans put in place like yeah it's not really about None of that is really about us. It's about seeing what right. works for the for for the audience and kind of just constantly experimenting. And I and I think that's um, been the, a cool part of how we work because it doesn't rec- like it doesn't put anything on a pedestal. Right. <laughs> just, no. Um, it's, it's just just seeing what works out there for different sets of sets sets of group you know sets of people Um, right which I can't say you know for other I can't speak for other digital marketers but I think like your status in this industry a lot of times there's like a status and like this is the best thing and I did this and um we don't really approach it that way um and Mm. that leads that leads us to success in our work So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're still kind of finding our stride and and 
seeing um, as you know, as audiences grow, there are new interests, and mm -hmm. so it's kind of an, a never-ending um, balancing act of trying to kind of figure out what works. And um, and I suppose the same is true with life as being as an introvert <laughs> is that it's kind of just a yeah. balancing act between like figuring out what works for you, what doesn't feel right, what you know you have yeah. to do, but, um, and you have to be strong about it, you yeah. know? Yeah. I think people find that to be challenging. I think there's a lot more introverts in the world than we, than people think, right? Like I think they just don't know. It's, it's challenging to recognize it in yourself and it can be challenging to change your life if you're not living that way. And it's not like living like a hermit. You just have to choose when, when to be social, mm -hmm. you know, and when to say no. Although I could probably live like a hermit and be fine. Absolutely. I could. Yeah. I Corona could. world, no sweat. <laughs> no sweat deliver everything to me but <laughs> um, yeah but it's also not great to, right. to be a hermit world so right that's a pretty extreme side of the spectrum I suppose yeah but um yeah gosh I mean that's a bit about our experience I suppose and mm -hmm. and trying to figure out how to run the business and how yeah. that aligns with us as individuals and that doesn't feel exhausting all the time because yep. we're pushing ourselves out of outside of our normal kind of being yeah <laughs> state of being and how, right and how to and how to use the, our introversion to our benefit mm-hmm I think it does help us to come up with more creative solutions yeah. um, and, and more solutions that are, that are um, not egocentric, right? Like it's, it's, it's yeah. not, it is just data-based and kind of not mm -hmm. connected to us as individuals at all, which is, maybe something that an extrovert would have more problems with mm -hmm. like if their work got critiqued or something they would you know maybe have more of a problem with that or something you know I'm not really sure so I'd be I don't really know I don't know what that life's like yeah. yeah yeah fascinating I don't know yeah so. have you taken I mean have yeah anyone who's listening do you know are you an extrovert or introvert is there is there a test you can take is yeah, it, maybe uh, you're a combination that exists too. Oh snap! Really? No. Okay. Yeah, you can be like, uh, a, there's a word for it that I don't know, but there's a word for people that that operate as both. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. We have to like vert fluid. Is that what we call that vert fluid? I don't know. Omnivert. Um, um, there maybe there an maybe omnivert is the word. I bet if you Google that, it'll come up. Maybe. Try it. Let us know. <laughs> yeah. Google it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
definitely let us know. Yeah. If you, if you are an extrovert, have you ever so suffered from social anxiety? Does that, you know, do, do those things tend to be coupled for? Yeah. That's a, or, that would be interesting to know an extrovert yeah. with social anxiety. Yeah. What's that like? Yeah. Does that exist? I don't know. Let us know. It has to exist. Everything exists. I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody answer, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah. So hit us up. Um, our email address is info at branding. If you want to send uh-huh. us an email or any of the other places. Yeah. Instagram, dandelion underscore branding. Mm-hmm. Twitter, dandelion brand one. So right now for right now yeah. I don't I don't know we, we haven't figured out what to change that to Mm-mm. um yeah we're easy to find google it google dandelion branding there will be um, so many pictures of our faces yes and um yeah we would love to know what is uh what is your experience as an entrepreneur and how has being an introvert or expert Extrovert kind of informed the work that you do and mm-hmm. how you structure your job. Yeah. Yeah. Good to know. Yep. We would. Yeah. Okie dokie. I think that's everything. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we will be back next week. Oh. See you next week. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you.